Hello everyone, welcome back to the Al City Cast. Today's episode will be another album review, this time of Vian Isaac's 2019 album, The Navigator. Our, I remember um, after uh, Vian Isaac's 2017 album, at least I think it was 2017, I don't need to double check that. Oh no, it was 2018. So it was 2018 album, Northern Anthems. I thought after that because... Um, there was a comic book that he made alongside it. I thought, oh, he might not be doing more music unless he can make another comic book alongside the music. So, you know, I thought, he, I don't know why. I just thought for some reason he wouldn't make more music after that. Or I guess, I guess I just didn't anticipate him to continue making music because maybe his music initially was just a way for him to process what uh, some personal struggles he had going on. At least that's the sense I got from the music from what I could tell, and I thought, oh, maybe he won't do more music since he's now, uh, after the album release, he might consider that, like, dealing with those personal struggles like a done deal, like, no more music after that. However, thankfully, and I'm glad I was wrong about this, um, a year later, in 2019, he released, uh, The Navigator, uh, his second album. He also released a deluxe version of it, in 2020 which came with how many additional songs uh came with uh three additional songs and what i uh, really appreciate about this album i think is that he takes his music in a different direction than what he did with northern anthems northern anthems was like his album where he says uh this is just it was his way, I think, of processing things that he was struggling with on a personal level. Um, and that's just what I gleaned from the music. I also, I don't know where it is, and I think I found it on YouTube. Um, he did some uh, discussion of some of the tracks uh, from Northern Anthems. Uh, and that's also why I think that that first album he made was about dealing with some personal struggles. That's why I say that album was about that. But um, The Navigator feels like him stepping more into his own, like, this is the type of music I want to do, this is the direction I want to go with it. And it really feels like, in some ways, I mean, Northern Anthems was a good album. But I, and while I would still consider it better than The Navigator, I feel like The Navigator was, in some ways, an experiment. Um... It was him playing around with uh, more music and different styles than what he had done before. And I really liked it. I would say my favorite tracks from this album are Light Up, The Navigator, and Morningstar. All three of those are really good. But I would say overall that the album is pretty solid. Starting with uh, track number one, In the Shadow, which features Hoyt Carter and I the AI. Uh, The song is actually, and there actually is a short little comic strip that goes along with this album. And the song is, uh, the first track in the shadow, uh, it's just a guy speaking the lines. And there's just uh, singing going on in the background. And I really like uh, this track because even though it's short, I love the lines where he says, 
where the person stating the line says, The captain knows your true name and never runs from your shame. He sets stars up as your guide and drives the darkness from your side. So face the beasts of life. Stand, do not take flight. You're not alone in this fight. And then his voice echoes when he says fight. And then it just transitions really smoothly into the second track, uh, which is Light Up, one of my favorites on this album. I really like... I really like when he first starts singing So Light Up and Let Me Grow because that's where the music sort of uh, kicks off. It starts off really soft with the first few lines of the song. And then when he starts singing So Light Up and Let Me Grow, that's where the music like kicks off. And it's just really cool. I thought uh, music-wise, this is one of the best tracks. And I still think it's one of the best tracks on the album. The other track that is one of my favorites and I think is arguably the best is The Navigator, which is the title track. And I think the music of this track is excellent, but I also think the lyrics are really good too. I actually think the Navigator uh, track is maybe one of the best songs he's written. He starts off with, Oh, I left a light on. With my heart in the right place, still I did the wrong. And Lord, send the lifeboats. With my brother on my back, I'll walk into this storm. Pray that a better man than me brings him home. And then he gets in the main chorus. Let love be left uncharted, leave your navigator home, and sail your ship through breathless waters. Love lies at the edge of hope. And then he continues a new verse and then repeats the lyrics, and then repeats the lyrics main chorus one more time. I think this is arguably one of his best songs that he's ever made. And it really demonstrates, I the reason why I think this album was in part an experiment was partially because of this song. He was moving in a new direction, but this song was also like him saying creatively, I'm not afraid to go in a different direction. And now that I've processed um, what I have in the previous album through that music, he's saying with this album and this song, he's saying, I'm now ready to move forward with my life. And I think that's a really, as a fellow creative, I think that's really powerful and really important to uh, recognize, especially... Uh, especially it's really powerful when you do it through art, like music. The fourth track is called Through a Stone. And it's the term through in the throw in the past tense, not uh, through as in I see through something. It's throw in the past tense. So Through a Stone, I don't like the track as much. It's not a bad track by any means, but um, I th- thought it was really interesting. It's also lyrically... Uh, I mean, it's three and a half minutes, but the lyric, there's not a lot of lyrics. Um, the lyrics are as follows. I will keep all the doors closed. There are ghosts, there are ghosts, there are ghosts when you're gone. So I'll pick myself off the floor. My heart is yours, my heart is yours. Take it all, take it all. I threw a stone through the, through the window to the outside. You beckoned me on from the window to the outside. I will feel hopeful again. You pulled me out, you pulled me out, you pulled me out from my own end where I threw a stone through the window to the outside. You beckoned me on from the window to the outside. So it's almost... I can't really make out what the story is here for this song, but it seems like uh, it's depicting... It's telling a story about something that happened where... Yeah, actually, I'm not really sure what this song means. It seems like an unexpected event happened, but he's maybe reflecting on that and realized that event needed to happen. 
that's the best I can make out uh, what it means. That's uh, the main reason, though, it's not one of my favorites is because uh, I don't really like the music as much of it. It's not bad, but it's not something I would listen to as often. Uh, the next track, the fifth track, is called Sleep. This one I actually kind of liked uh, more than some of the others. And uh, I think really it's just a song about reflecting on the need to like, uh, when you're overwhelmed by your thoughts or your emotions, you just need to step back and rest. Because when you get overwhelmed by your thoughts and emotions, it's easy to, crud, it's easy to, um, it's easy to uh, overthink things. Uh, to overanalyze, and then you can lose sleep over that. So I think that's why um, he wrote this song, is for that reason. Of course, that's just my interpretation of the song. It might be uh, slightly or a bit different than the way I'm uh, depicting it. Uh, song six is Midnight Dance. This one's more of a lugs, uh, <laughs> lug... This one's more of a love song. Um, I really, uh, I don't, I, at first I wasn't sure if I liked this track, but when I initially listened to it back in t 2019, but I actually, as time has gone on, have enjoyed it more. Um, the beginning of the lyrics go, if I could just get out, I would, but I'm caught in a trap of words. If I could just be like you, I would, but perfection is not in the cars I've looked. So it's like he's talking to someone like, oh, you're perfect. And you're because I think you're perfect, I'm caught in a trap of words. And if I could just be like you, where I'm not trapped in a... I'm not caught in a trap of words, I would. So it's a really interesting song about, um, about love. And it's kind of dealing... It's kind of like focusing on those perceptions that... When two people are in love, the perceptions they have of one another before they start to know one another and before they start to get to know one another. So I think that's a really interesting uh, song for him to write and a good one, too. Uh, the seventh track is called As You Healed Slash The Guide. And it begins with the phrase, him singing the phrase, As You Healed. And then it goes into music, and then it gets into um, the lyrics. Here I am, oh, my heart is open, love can stand only when I am broken. Here I am, I can do no other, life is grand even though I suffer. Um, and a lot of the lyrics seem to focus on, even though there are dark things going on, even though I'm struggling and I'm even suffering, there I still need to focus on the good things in life because those are what remind me to keep moving forward. And I think that's something as a Christian I can relate to because um, really I don't just focus on the good things in life. I focus on uh, what God has given me uh, or the graces and blessings he gives me every day. Like I'm awake, I can get up and see his beautiful creation every day. Um, I'm healthy and all that stuff. It really, I think the song actually is a good way to remind you of the blessings that you have and to not take 
uh, God's grace for granted. The eighth track on this song is called uh, The Great Pretender. And this one actually has uh, no lyrics, it's just music. And I think it's meant to be a transition track between seven and nine, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't really know what the purpose of this track was. But yeah, it's an interesting instrumental track, and I do, uh, I do really, it, I do like it. It's just not one I would listen to more often because I I would prefer if he added lyrics to it, and that's why I don't listen to it as often. But it's still a good track, even though there's no lyrics to it. The ninth track is probably between it's between this one and the Navigator. It is arguably my favorite song on the album. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the synths that go on in the background when he sings You Are My Morning Star in the main chorus. I love the beginning where he sings, The ocean took me and I flowed away, left where the light shone to the chaos of the fray, and I fall in love over and over again. Where is my heart? It's not my chest. Where did I leave it? And then he gets in the main chorus and sings, You Are My Morning Star. I can't see this darkness fade till I know where you are. You are my morning star, and I feel old and gray, but I know you won't be long. And there's not a lot of lyrics to this song either, but I think the lyrics are, like, r- really well-written poetically. I especially love those lines that I just stated where he says, I, I can't see this darkness fade till I know where you are. You are my morning star, and I feel old and gray, but I know you won't be long. And... And um, it's just a really, uh, also the music really helps emphasize those lyrics uh, well and their meaning and their importance in telling the story of the song. So creatively, I think Morningstar, between that this song and the Navigator title track, I think it's one of those two that are the best on the album. Just because of how they're written creatively, both with the music and lyrics. The other thing I want to mention, and not about Morningstar, but about the Navigator title track, is that the music just builds up, and with the main chorus, when he sings the main chorus at the beginning, uh, the music, there's less instruments, but then the second time he sings it, there's more, and the third time he sings it, it gets bigger, and there's all this instrumentation. It's like a whole orchestra almost, so that song really builds up well. Same with uh, Morningstar, it builds up well too. And that's why they're both really good tracks. Uh, the 10th track is called Call the Nightingale. And this is a song he did with Juniper Vale, his wife. Um, and it's a very simple song. It's short. It's just under two minutes. Uh, Call the Nightingale. There's a heartache in this town. And the stars are just old lights. I can see them falling down. I'm not scared of the dark. It's been less bite and more bark. I'm not scared of the end. Life always begins again. And then she sings, Call the Nightingale, there's heartache on your lips, and your heart's a foreign house, and your soul is full of rips. And then they both sing together uh, the lyrics that were there before with uh, Don't Be Scared of the Dark. And, um, yeah, it's a short but beautiful song, and it's actually one of the most, it actually is uh, the most listened to track on the album, based on the Spotify uh, listens. But yeah, it's it's a really good track, and him and Juniper Vale sing so well together. It doesn't matter how long or short, short the track is, they just do a good job. And it's also just a simple piano song. There's nothing like, uh, 
musically like me music there's nothing musically unique about it it's just them singing to a a song to a piano but it's really well done and then the 11th and final track is on the regular version of the album is in the shadow of love shield and it just repeats these lyrics this guy stating these lyrics all the while love's constant shield kept you safe as you healed and he repeats that two more times um I think this album, in some way, is actually trying to tell a, a coherent story. It isn't just, like, uh, in some ways, a collection of songs like the first album was. That's what Northern Anthems more so was. Not that there wasn't a story to that album, because there certainly was. But The Navigator, I think, he uh, and Isaac tried to make it a more coherent uh, story. Which is why, um, in the first and final track, the 11th track, he had... He has both Hoyt Carter and I, the AI, involved to sort of, like, make the story at the beginning of the album come full circle at the end. There is also a deluxe version of the album. Um, and there's three more tracks on the deluxe version. There's a string rework of Sleep, and he also sings with Juniper Prevail in the rework version. Um, I actually really like the rework version. I think it's better than the original, but uh, yeah, it's it's just the same song, but with uh, more stringed instruments. And it's actually pretty good. Uh, there's also the acoustic version of The Navigator, which is interesting, but I prefer the original. I think it's much better. And the 14th track on the deluxe version, or the third track on uh, of the three deluxe songs is a new song called Waiting for Grace. And this one I found interesting because it he sung it beautifully and the music was really good, but I wasn't sure exactly what to think of it, um, at least theologically. At least, I mean, part of it makes sense, like, Grace, I've fallen down, and now the world is a cloud. Grace, I need your love to pick me up, to dust me off. I'll wait. And that part makes a lot of sense, like, because uh, theologically, we as Christians, we have to realize like, uh, we need to rely upon. We don't realize sometimes how reliant, how much we need, and how much reliant we are on God's grace. Because when we fall down, or we're not sure where things are, where we're at in life, uh, we need to remind ourselves of God's grace and God's wisdom. I think when we, uh, and God's counsel. I think that's one of the beauties of God's grace is that we also in receiving grace, in receiving his mercies, we also receive his wisdom on what to do moving forward. But then he sings the part which doesn't make sense. It's, uh, I'll wait. There's a weight on my heart, but I'll wait for your love. Yeah, I'll wait. Um, I don't know if he's talking about a person or of the reality of grace. And I think it's more so he's singing about the reality of grace, but it doesn't make sense to say, uh, I'll wait, I'll wait for grace. But it's like, you don't need to wait for God's grace because God's grace is ever present. So if you're a Christian, God's grace is, is ever present, but there's also God's like common grace to all humanity, which is also always present. So yeah, it's just an interesting song and beautiful song, beautiful lyrics and music, but I feel like the meaning of it is a little confused. I feel like maybe he's trying to be a little theological here. Um, 
because he has said that he does believe in God. So I'm not, and I think he did on social media claim to be a Christian, but I don't know. I feel like the theological meaning of the song is a little confused, maybe. But yeah. To conclude my discussion of The Navigator, while I don't think it's one of Via Isaac's better albums, it's still a good album. Um, and for my album grade for this one, I'll give it a B plus because it's certainly a, an above average album. Um, and I would call it a good album, but I don't think it meets the heights of like his other albums. Um, it comes close to reaching uh, the level of like the Aeronaut, which I, which came after this one and, and was pretty good. But, um, yeah, I'll give, I give, uh, the, the Navigator album, a B plus. Even with the deluxe version, I would still give it a B plus. Though I think uh, the deluxe songs, especially Waiting for Grace and Sleep, the string rework, uh, help with this album's uh, overall grade. But yeah, that's what I think of The Navigator by Vian Isaac. I hope you guys enjoy the, enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you in the next one.